Hey, I'm Soul Brother Mike, and I've got a brand new Christmas EP that's out now. It's called Solstice, of course, spelled S-O-U-L, and you can listen to it on iTunes, Spotify, or head to soulbrothermike.com. Hello and welcome to Get Collected. I'm your host, Soul Brother Mike, and it's Wednesday, November 22nd, 2017, and you're listening to Season 5, Episode 5. Get Collected is co-hosted by Chrissy Cochran. Hey, hey. Today in new music, we have a song by Francis and the Lights, and here's something, a new song from my Christmas EP, Solstice. And then in Get Political, we have two fresh political news stories for you. Now let's get to the show. Today for new music, I have a song from 2010, admittedly not all that hot and fresh, but I do feel like this song has more meaning now than ever. I'm talking about a song called Get in the Car by Francis and the Lights. Francis and the Lights is an American band led by Francis Farwell Starlight, pretty crazy name, uh, and they have a few albums out now, and some more recent singles feature Chance the Rapper and also Bonnie Vare. But the track we're going to listen to is from the album It'll Be Better, and uh, that whole album is stunning, and so are some of the associated music videos, especially the video for Darling It's Alright. So make sure you go check out some of these videos. They reveal Francis as an artist and performer, maybe even before he's a musician. Maybe he's an artist-performer first. It's hard to tell with Francis. Now, the song Get in the Car is all about a predator, a persuader, an influencer, someone of power trying to get you in their car. We've had a lot of predators in the media recently with the wave of sexual harassment claims being made against major Hollywood stars like Kevin Spacey and guys like Harvey Weinstein. So this specific song kind of came to my mind. One of the big lyric lines in the song is, don't let the world find out what a coward you are. You should get in the car. This exactly marks the type of shame predators try to place on their victims to keep them silent and to manipulate them into doing what they want. And yet, for such a heavy topic, the music to this song is kind of peaceful, maybe uplifting, like a good Hollywood movie score. It makes you wonder how could something sound so beautiful and be so depraved. The way this song handles that issue is kind of genius in that way. So please enjoy now Francis and the Lights with Get in the Car. When you were young You would sit in the back seat Those days are gone Now you're on your own two feet But it's not that simple Not as easy as it seems You're gonna need some
Cause your mother told me To meet you right here I know it sounds crazy But it's true, I swear You gotta be careful These guys lead you alive You gotta believe So get in the car You could be bigger than Madonna Get in the car Come on, you know you wanna You're moving backwards And you don't know what you're doing So get in the backseat, baby Cause I'm the best thing you Don't you wanna make money? Cause you're making a mistake I'll let you ride in the front seat Honey, don't let the world find out What a coward you are You should get in the car That was Francis and the Lights with Get in the Car from his 2010 album It'll Be Better on the Get Collected podcast. Today on Here's Something, we're listening to a brand new song from my new EP, Solstice. I know it's a little early for Christmas music, but this song is more about the solstice, more than it's about Christmas. So the song is called The Winter Solstice, and it's about a very rare phenomena. Every 19 years or so, we get a full moon on the winter solstice, making it a rare, incredibly long and bright night. The Farmer's Almanac describes this night as being traditionally a very still, crisp night, and people have described it as windless and bright. Now, Chrissy was the one who reminded me that although the moon may be full and the night long, the moon rise and set isn't guaranteed to line up with the sunrise and sunset, of course. And there could be clouds and other weather that could uh, affect your viewing. But for the sake of the song, I imagined a lovely, lovely night. Here's the winter solstice. Thrill. And I believe in 
That was The Winter Solstice by myself. Reach out to me on Twitter at SoulBrotherMike and let me know what you thought. Also, if you'd like to download and own that recording, subscribe to the Get Collected podcast on Patreon. For $5 a month, you get access to all of the music that we feature in the Here's Something part of our show. It's usually rare and otherwise unreleased. Members also receive a bonus overtime segment. So go subscribe now at patreon.com slash getcollected. Today on Get Political, we have a couple stories to share with you. The first we want to share with you is about the defacement of a statue in Montreal. On November 11th, an anonymous group drenched a statue of John A. Macdonald in orange paint. The incident was filmed and posted to YouTube, and you can find the link to that in the description of this podcast. The group also posted a statement saying, John A. Macdonald was a white supremacist. He directly contributed to the genocide of indigenous peoples with the creation of the brutal residential school system, as well as other measures meant to destroy native cultures and traditions. He was racist and hostile toward non-white minority groups in Canada, openly promoting the preservation of a so-called Aryan Canada. They also said the action today is inspired in part by movements in the USA to target public symbols of white supremacy for removal, such as Confederate statues. I think it's really important that they issued that statement, uh, and I think it's important to educate the public about John A. Macdonald and about his, you know, unfortunately quite shameful legacy. And I think it must be really difficult for Native people especially to be seeing this statue or seeing other representations of him in their daily life. So I totally sympathize with the call to have it removed. But again, the movement in the States is to remove the statues, not to deface them. And I think that's the right course of action. I think these statues have a place in museums where they can be presented in context, maybe with some language about the good and bad of their legacies. To me, it's also a statue is a work of art. There is an artist out there that was commissioned to create this and you're you're defacing their work in, in doing this. And the way that they did this was 
really bizarre if you get a chance to look at the video it's sort of like they used a high powered spray paint of some kind as opposed to the sort of dramatic dousing that you might imagine you know with a big paint can or something it was more like a paint cannon but uh yeah i think this isn't the right way to go about doing this but it's good to get the conversation started and to start rewriting history about people like john a mcdonald and and what they really meant to this country good and bad so the next story we want to share with you on Get Political is about Jordan Cherden. We named him the Media Personality of the Year for 2016. And uh, he's continued doing good work this year, but he's fallen into a really terrible situation. Um, he's a reporter for the Young Turks Network, also known as TYT. And he's done a lot of big stories as a journalist. He was uh the one who exposed that Donna Brazil was leaking questions uh, of the debates with Bernie Sanders to Hillary Clinton. So he exposed that and was part of why Donna Brazil was fired from CNN. He also did a lot of great journalism covering the Dakota Access Pipeline protests. Um, and he was one of the only people there. All the major news networks didn't send anyone to report on that. So he was sort of the only one actually getting good uh, tape and, you know, documenting what happened there. He also did a lot of good work in Flint, Michigan. And uh, those are the types of reasons why we were naming him Media Personality of the Year. Unfortunately, he's fallen into a bad situation uh, and is accused of sexual misconduct at this time and has been fired from the Young Turks Network. Um, there's a lot of details to the story and we don't really know what's facts, so we can't comment too much about it. Jordan did go on Medium to describe the event, claiming to be coming forward with the truth and uh, transparency and honesty. And his version of the story is about him staying in a hotel room uh, in which an orgy was beginning to take place of some kind, um, where, you know, there were a couple women and another man and uh, people were performing fellatio on each other, I, I guess. And... At a point, Jordan Sheridan begins to engage in sexual conduct with one of the women in the room, and he claims it was consensual. Um, she was married, and uh, so she was. This would be an affair for her. But the only, I feel like the biggest issue though was that, from what I understand, this woman was working for Jordan for his independent media company, um, which is called Truth Against the Machine. So that's obviously a major point and that not only was it okay, this woman, but it was someone who worked for him. I mean, he wasn't some powerful mogul the way Weinstein was, but still it's her boss. So it's definitely a complicated issue. We plan on talking about this more in the overtime for members, but that's going to conclude the Get Political segment for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to see a live show, I'm performing this Friday night, November 24th at Reno's Kitchen from 7 to 9 p.m. For more details, head to soulbrothermike.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week with a new episode of Get Fit and The Record Club. Stay tuned and stay, stay collected. collected.